Welcome to the Trading Raw Stories Podcast. I'm Rita Pira, the host with the most inspiring stories that you ever did hear. Back in the day when the day was back, I was known as the juicing queen. I became raw vegan overnight after watching a documentary called Food Matters. Changing what I was putting in and on my body didn't just make me lose weight and have great skin. It gave me mind clarity, more energy, and over time made me so self-aware and intuitive that I vibrate on a higher frequency and level of consciousness that's turned me into a manifesting queen. I've lived like nine lives and have amazing stories to share that may inspire you to finally leave that toxic guy you're with, quit that miserable job you hate, start that business you've been talking about forever, and at the very least, you'll probably start saying yes more often and eat more vegetables. I'm your tell it like you need to hear it and make you do it, sister from another mister. I've lived quite the life and have stories for days that have inspired women to transform their lives in real big ways. So I created this podcast to share my insane and unbelievable stories with the world to reach whoever needs to hear them. I'll bring on inspiring humans to trade stories with me, and I'll even have some live coaching sessions with listeners calling in. You're here because you were meant to find this podcast, this community, these raw stories. There are no coincidences. Everything happens for you, not to you, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Trading Raw Stories Podcast. I'm your host, your girl, Rita Pira. I'm so glad you're here. I have such a special episode today. I'm so excited to welcome Molly Patrick. She's the co-founder of Clean Food Dirty Girl, and their mission is to help people eat more plants while finding joy in doing so. I'm so, so stoked. It was such a vibe. We talked all things from being plant-based, how it changes your life in different areas you didn't even expect, how getting fired is a blessing, and even about addiction and childhood traumas and all the things, oh my gosh, we get so deep. That's what she said. It all starts with food, you guys. I'm so excited to introduce you. Let's welcome Molly Patrick. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super stoked to talk with you today. Me too. I'm so excited. When I got the email um, from someone from your staff about you wanting to come on, I was like, I nearly lost my mind. I was like, what? Really? That's so amazing. I was so excited. <laughs> and and I, I've heard of you before and all of that. And I was just like, everything she's doing is everything everyone has always told me that I should be doing. I've been vegan and juicing and raw and everything for a decade. And people ask me for meal plans and ask me for like, can you just cook for me and send it to me and all the things. And so I'm so excited to have you on because you are the person that I'm going to direct everyone to like, hey, everything you need is here with Molly Patrick. Go get it. (laughs) Well, that's super flattering. Thank you for all of that. Um, And we do. I mean, we really do. Yeah. Yeah. We provide a lot of resources, that's for sure. And it doesn't matter where people are at or what their budget is. Like we have something for everybody. (laughs) Yeah. And I love the way that you combine life and love and like just everything basically and tie it into food. That's what this podcast is all about. That's what I'm all about. So I was so stoked that you wanted to come on. And I, I, I love the, the platform that I've created because it allows people to just like come on and share their story. And then we find that we have so much in common Mm -hmm. and it just, it flows. It's beautiful. It's like not a dry interview where it's like, I have these questions, come prepared with your answers, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you're an amazing human. I love what you're doing and I can't wait to hear your story. So tell me, where did the name clean food, dirty girl come from? How did you get started? All of it. 
So, yeah, well, it, it was one of those things that just, it was like a lightning bolt and it just came to me like out of nowhere. We were doing some rebranding of our um, blog and website and I knew that we needed a different name and I wasn't sure I was going to call it mollypatrick.com. And I don't know if you ever heard of Ash Amberger from the middle finger project. Are you familiar with no. her? She's an, no, she's no. amazing. If you don't know who she is, she's Ooh. a copywriter and she just, she kicks so much ass. She's just mm, love her so much. So awesome. I was on like a Facebook, she was doing a Facebook live and I was like, Oh hell yeah. Cause I just, I adore her. And I was in this live and she was talking about all the reasons why not to call your website and your, your business, your name. And I was like, Oh, okay. I need to listen to this, you know? And, and <laughs> yeah. I, Cause you hear that you should, everyone tells you that you should, and it's a safe bet and you could put everything underneath your name. Right. Yes. And I, and I was going to do that. And then I saw this and I really respect her. And, yeah. and so I was listening to her and I thought, yeah, this all makes sense. Like everything that she's saying is making sense. And I was like in my living room on my couch watching this and just like a flash, it just clean food, dirty girl. It just came wow. to me. And that's amazing. I typed it in her live and I was like, clean food, dirty girl. And she was like, fuck yeah. And so yeah. I like got the Ash Amberger stamp of approval. And then I just knew, like, I just was like, yeah, that's totally it. So I didn't even think like, try to think up another name. I knew that that was the name. So that's amazing. I love that. It was like a download from the universe. It was like, this is your thing. Go with it. And when it feels right and you can't deny the feeling and it's like, yeah, oh my God, that's it. Totally. And that's, that's how awesome. I work. You know, I mean, that's how I've always done things is just, if it, if it feels like it's good and it's, and it's easy and it's flowing, then, you know, keep going. You know, I mean, there are times too, that there's these challenges because doing, yeah. you know, creating a company and creating a successful business, it's not, you know, there are challenges. This isn't easy. And right. so there's going to be challenges, but I think there's like a difference between like a challenge and the universe saying no, <laughs> like mm -hmm. back up. Yeah. And so I'm really True. open to listening to that stuff. And it's, you know, I really trust my instinct and my intuition and my gut feelings. And I, I, I do a lot. I mean, a lot of our businesses actually ran from that place. The, the whole thing with trusting your instinct and your intuition, this is what I found in 2010 when I became raw, I was hundred percent raw for that first entire year. And when I do something, I do it hundred percent. There's no gray area. I don't cheat. Like I'm in, I'm in, or I'm out, I'm out period. Yeah. And so when I did that, I found my intuition my, my, the, my mind clarity, all of that enhanced. So that's what I try to encourage people to understand is like, it all starts with food. Once you start putting in nourishing things and your body starts healing itself, suddenly you start hearing and paying attention to your intuition and all the voices and the ego and differentiate between what's right, what's heavy, what's light and all of that. So yeah, totally. And, and also not just like in the, for the, in the mind clarity, but also you start listening and connecting with your body in a way that you didn't necessarily before, because you can trust your body's like hunger signals. You can trust what your body is telling you because it's not jacked up on all that, like really highly processed food. Right. So when you're eating like whole plant foods and really like healthy food, yeah. it's like, Oh, when you're hungry, like, you know, you can trust that, right. You know, because your body needs fuel. And so it's time to eat. So it really is. I mean, there's so much clarity that you get when you switch to this way of eating. And also, you know, like for, you know, I don't know. And when you start eating this way, you also start operating differently. So you do generally just have a healthier lifestyle lifestyle overall, because if you were doing like some super unhealthy things and then you start eating this way, it doesn't like 
it doesn't go well together. Right. Anymore. Right. And so you start reevaluating like other areas of your life and you do really get so in tune with and kind of grounded in your unique humanness. I guess. <laughs> totally. No, it's so true. And but your body is sending you messages and you're just not even able to hear them or see them or feel them because of the fog, because of the brain fog, because of all the chemicals and all the crap that we're eating. It just doesn't allow you to connect to yourself, really. It's just mm-hmm. blocking you completely. And people don't realize that food is fuel. And I use this analogy like your body's like a car. And your car has this hole that you put gas in and you don't put anything other than gas in there for it to run efficiently and last how many years. And so your mouth is that same hole in respect to like the car having that, right? So what you put in your body is directly impacting your quality of life. And it all starts with food. This is what I'm actually um, teaching a a challenge, like I'm calling it raise your vibration because I feel like when you're nourishing your body, you, you honestly truly start to radiate different like high level energies and frequencies you vibrate, you radiate love and you connect to love. I saw on your website, I took a peek. I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. And I love your classroom dashboard. I'm like, ah, she's doing everything that I always envisioned that I would do. And I just never pursued it. (laughs) And I'm so glad someone is doing it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it is, you do start vibrating a little bit higher, I would say with this movie, you know, and, and you really do start to look at things differently. And I think the, I don't know, there, it just, it's almost like you're zinging from the inside out Mm -hmm. with this, with energy and life. And it's a really incredible thing. I mean, I tell people like, this is about food, but it's so much more than food. Yeah. This is just about your life and I don't know what you want for your life, how you want to live your life. What do you want? You know, the people that you surround yourself with, the, the, the self-talk, yep, right? Yep. Like how, how that goes. Like so many things change when you start to really pay attention to what you're putting in your your fuel hole, yeah. I'll call it. Yeah, the fuel hole. There you go. <laughs> you know, but it's true. And it, it's like every single time you get hungry, it's an opportunity to fuel. Right. Every time your car is low on gas, it's an opportunity for you to fuel. Right. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah. And it's like the more plant foods you eat, it, it's like you kind of just crowd out the rest of the stuff. Oh my gosh. We, we, we're not going to sit here eating for 24 hours. Before you even right? said we, the word crowd out, I said crowd out in my head. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You crowd out all the junk. And so I talked to a lot of people who are like, okay, well, I tried to eat healthy by um, like eliminating the stuff that I didn't want to eat. And then I tell them, and, and that usually doesn't work. I mean, for some people it does, right? Cause we're all different. Mm-hmm. But for the, a lot of people that I've talked to, that doesn't really work. They go back to, you know, doing whatever they were doing before. And I said, okay, well, like, instead of that, let's just like add all this really good stuff. Like, let's not even think about taking stuff away. Let's just think about adding in, you know, really big, beautiful salads and green smoothies and switching up your breakfast to like do a big bowl of like, you know, steel cut oats or fruit and all of that. And let's just like, you know, let the, let the stuff that you don't want to do anymore go on its own Mm -hmm. without focusing on that. Because then you're also not focusing on like restricting and the stuff that you can't have. And it's more about abundance and the stuff that, you know, is right in front of you. And it's, you know, it's, it's a different mindset. Yeah. It's definitely a mindset thing. It's totally a mindset. thing, And it's not about like, I always say it's not about avoiding this, you know, avoiding the things that you don't, want in your life, but it's really about, this is about eating. Mm -hmm. This is all about 
eating and finding joy in eating. Yeah. And how awesome, because I, I don't know about you, but I love to eat. Yeah. I love food. It's like one of my favorite things to do. Totally. And how awesome that you can find so much joy and also in a way that's so supportive to your well-being. Totally, totally. And so yeah. I love that you said that, that it's it's all about crowding out the bad stuff. So don't take away the things that you love so much just yet. Just start filling your body with the good things and you, you'll find yourself not wanting the bad things anymore. It's a weird thing that happens. Including smoking and drinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Alcohol and cigarettes. Like I used mm -hmm. to smoke and I don't even want alcohol anymore. Like mm -hmm. people, when we go out to eat or drink or, you know, like going out, it's, I'll find myself having the one drink in my hand the entire night because I just, you know, socially to have one in my hand, but I don't even want it. My body's like, no, well, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't want that. Yeah. You're in tune and your body is telling you what you want. And so, yeah, it's an incredible, it's an incredible process. And I've seen so many people go through it, you know, through doing, doing this for the past six years. And it's always, and it's just so inspiring. And that's why we keep doing it. And there were times that it was like so much work and like, you know, before we were making enough money to, you know, hire people to help us, it was just crazy, crazy hours, but just seeing people kind of I don't know, wake up to that, mm -hmm. to their new life after doing this, it makes it totally worth it. And you don't even, I mean, as you're going through this process, like you don't even first, like I've seen this so many times that people come to, to clean food, dirty girl, or to our, you know, community thinking, okay, I want to maybe like lose a few pounds, or I want to try to maybe get off this medication. And they end up like, okay, that is, ends up happening usually. Yeah. But then it's like the cherry on top. It's like the cherry on top, but this whole other transformation took place and they're like, wow, right. I just got out of this like abusive relationship or relationship, I, yeah. I enrolled back in school or I started meditating mm -hmm. or like all of these life changes happened that they, they did not even expect. So yeah, I tell people like, you don't, you have no idea, like the good stuff that's in store for you. And even for oh myself, my like I knew before I, you know, became I've always, well, yeah, before I got really ridiculously, like stupidly healthy, um, I always <laughs> knew that there was like, I wasn't living up to my potential. I knew right. that, okay, I have, I have a lot to offer. I have a lot to give as a human. I'm on this planet for a reason. Yes. If I keep going on the path that I'm going down, like I'm not going to reach that potential. And that would be for me really sad. Yeah. So I was like, well, fuck this. I'm going to go, I'm going to go see what potential I have. And so I got like ridiculous, like, like to the point of being annoying, healthy. Like, yeah, I me too. Like I would have just, and I always like, I still make fun of myself because oh my I'm God. like, you are so ridiculous. Like you're loving, you know, you're eating just yeah. plain lettuce because you love the snap and the crunch of the lettuce. Like, who are you? Go live your <laughs> life, you know? <laughs> but, I don't, but I honestly like that now I have so much joy in my life. I don't have as much pleasure, but I have a, like an abundance of joy. And yeah. it's like, I've had pleasure for a very long time. And that didn't really get me anywhere. <laughs> I mean, it got me moments of feel good, but right. when I put down the pleasure, like I found my joy and that's now kind of where I operate from. Like not all the time because we're human, right? And so yeah. times that just suck and are horrible and sad and we go through that stuff. But for the most part, you know, I'm operating from this place of really just enjoying my life. And, and I don't have those like ups and downs that I had when I was just relying on pleasure to get through my day. Me too. Seriously, a lot of what you just said, I'm just like, oh my God, me too. Oh my God, me too. Oh my God, me too. 
This is amazing. I love this. It all starts with food. Like your transformation as a human on this planet, your desire to want more for yourself and to actually believe that it's possible. Like with you, how did how did you start? Where was that moment where you when you came up with the idea of clean food dirty girl? What was the first thing that you created? What was the first thing that you sold? How did you start embarking on this passion, this journey? Like how did this begin? Well, it's a kind of, I mean, it's interesting. Cause I, I mean, I was raised vegetarian, so I've never eaten meat in like in my whole life. And I was raised super, super healthy. My parents were like big hippie people. And so That's there wasn't cute. like processed food in my house. There wasn't sugar in my house. We didn't even have indoor plumbing until I was 17 because they ha- like, we lived on wow. a bunch of land in New Mexico. It was very unique, but I, you know, I never, I, I grew up eating super, super healthy. So that part has always been um, like, that was my roots, right? Mm-hmm. But I started drinking at a really early age and abused alcohol for many, many, many years. And I wasn't, it wasn't until I was 35 that I quit drinking. <clears throat> and I was a binge drinker. I really abused it. I was very addicted to it. And I smoked like all the cigarettes. I like yellow American spirits and like those two go was, hand in hand. Yeah, alcohol exactly. and cigarettes go hand in hand, but being healthy and alcohol and cigarettes don't go together. No, they don't. But yeah. like I had actually, I was in, um, I had worked for a vegan company. I had opened vegan rest, plant-based restaurants. I myself went totally plant-based in 2008, but for a long time I was still drinking and still smoking I was really addicted to it, you know, and I had done it my whole life and I didn't know who I was without it. I didn't know how to be social or how to operate in the world without it. And I had tried to quit, but I just, you know, it really had me. And so I had, we had started, my wife and I um, created Clean Food Dirty Girl. So we had started in 2014 after I got fired from my job. Um, and I was really, isn't that lovely how that happened? Mm -hmm. Like when you get let go, it's, I always say, thank you. Thank you so much for clearing the path because this was not for me. Yeah. And I instead of getting upset and crying about it. No, there was no tears shed. If there were any tears shed, it was tears of happiness because I was like, yes, now we can do our own thing. And now this is sort of like the push that we needed to do our own thing. Exactly. So I, we started it and I was still drinking and smoking and still teaching people how to eat healthy, but I wasn't eating a whole food plant-based diet. I was eating more of like a vegan diet. So I was eating like, you know, a lot of vegan processed food and a lot of sugar. And then also I was eating out a ton because when I would drink, I wouldn't want to cook. So I would just order takeout. So it wasn't like, it was healthier than probably a lot of people eat, but it wasn't, you know, it's still, there was still another like, you know, layer to go. And did you ever struggle with like feeling like, oh, I'm teaching this whole thing, but I'm doing this whole thing on the other side of it? Yes. However, I was always very transparent about mm-hmm. where I was to my audience. So and I never human. covered <laughs> it up. I never tried to say like, okay, well, this is me for the blog and for my email list. And then over here, I'm getting drunk every night. Like I, right. I was open about like, I've always been open with where I am. So yeah, I did... I didn't feel really, I felt like there was, um, something that wasn't meshing and it wasn't clicking, you know, because here I am teaching people how to be healthy and here I am kind of trashing my body. But at the same time, like that's where I was, like, that's where I'm right. at. And, and I love that. I love that you like you help people eat healthier and you're still celebrating your imperfection as a human. <laughs> like 
there's no being perfect. There's no such thing. And even I, in the past 10 years of eating this way and being this healthy and juicing and whatnot, like I'm 36 years old. I just turned 36 on November 30th and people don't believe it. They think I'm like 28 or something. And it's, yeah, because I've been eating this way, but did I also have some alcohol in the past 10 years? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, do, did I entertain some cheese and some eggs here and there? Sure. Did I even dabble in seafood for a year while I lived in New York? I did. And it made me get sick and fat and miserable. And I felt the difference. And so I went back to being fully vegan, you know? And so that's the thing is we're not right. Exactly. And there's no such thing as perfect. And I love that you're like this honest and saucy and sweary (laughs) dropped an F-bomb. I love it. I'm all about that life. Like, and, and I, I saw that you have like this, this love letter you call it and you you call yourself an ex-boozer and ex-smoker. Like this is so awesome because people vibe more with someone like you who's saying, Hey, I'm just like you. And this is what I started to do. And this is what I was able to heal in my life. And this is what I've been able to create. And I still fuck up because I'm human and you are too. And it's cool, but come with me on this journey. Yeah. I love you. I I love you. (laughs) But the thing is like, I don't know how else to be like, I don't know how else to do this if I can't be myself because first of all, I'm, you know, it's already like for me, writing was never something that I was very good at. I never considered myself a writer when I, you know, kind of when I realized that that writing was going to be part of this, of what we were doing, like you can't really have an online business without, you know, writing. I was like, okay, that's fine. I'm just going to do it anyways. I'm going to do the best that I can. And Mm -hmm. so I started these Saturday emails and I've sent one out every Saturday since January, 2014. I've never skipped oh, one. I love and it. And so throughout the years, like, because I do it every week, I've gotten, you know, like better, better at writing. Anything you do over and over again, you get better at. But totally, you know, because writing isn't, doesn't come totally natural to me. Like I tap into, okay, well, how am I feeling this week? Okay. Well, I bet that other people can also, well, is also, are also feeling this way. And how did I deal with it? Okay. So you know, my writing and, and the content that, that I create, it, it has to, like, it has to be me. Cause I don't, I don't have enough time to sit there and, and paint a picture of like, what's not happening in my life. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I love it. You're authentic. You're really you. And people are, are vibing with that period. I love it. That's awesome. And you have um, meal plans that you, you have meal plans, you have recipes, you have um, something called kitchen play. I think you're like actually having people come into your kitchen. I was like, this is what people have been telling me to do forever. I had this idea for a show to call it like flip your health where I'd go to your house and um, empty out your pantry and empty out your fridge and teach you about all the different things that you have, like read labels with you, take you grocery shopping, show you how to shop, what, what yeah. things you should absolutely buy organic, bring you back to your place, teach you how to cook and like film the whole thing. Perfect. Yeah. Good. Yeah. We need more of that. You know, I mean, we do offer a lot of different things in a lot of different ways because, you know, like everybody's at their own spot when they start this. And so, you know, some people come to us and they've been eating this way for a long time and they just need some new meal ideas. Some people are brand new and they're like, what the fuck is nutritional yeast? Like, why are there such weird ingredients? There's some people who just, you know, needs like who maybe are used to cooking, but used to cooking like the standard American diet and they just need some tips in the kitchen for eating plant-based. So we try to provide something kind of to meet, you know, different people where they're, where they're at. Right. Um, Because this journey is so unique and there's not like one right way to do it anyways. Right. Right. And, and we can't provide something that says, okay, go do this, this, and this. And then you 
have achieved this. And it's like, just not the way that it works. Yeah. Like, here's some ideas, try them on, see what you think, make it work for you. It's all just, you know, we're just all experimenting anyways. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't take this shit too seriously, to be honest. I mean, I used I take, to, I, I take my work seriously and we have an incredibly like, you know, I don't have kids. My business is sort of like gets first Your priority. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, apart from that, like, and I, you know, I remind myself often, like that life is but a blip. You just got to enjoy, you do the best you can, you help who, who's ready to be helped. And then just kind of, I don't know, have fun and enjoy the rest. Yeah. I think everyone, everyone comes into their own at the moment that they know it's almost like you have to hit rock bottom or something has Mm -hmm. to happen for you Mm -hmm. to take action and start. And I try to get to people before something happens. It's like, Hey, don't wait for the diagnosis to like do something about this. You know, you're poisoning your body. If you could see what's happening on the inside right now, you would stop. You would stop poisoning yourself because Ann Wigmore says that food can either be the best form of medicine or the slowest form of poison. And it's Mm -hmm. like one or the other. There's really no in between. You're either slowly diminishing and deteriorating or you're nourishing and and radiating from, you know, fueling your body. So Mm-hmm. It's it just, well, it's true. Don't hit rock and bottom to do it, you know? It's true. And, you know, by the same token, people can know that and still not be ready for change. Yeah. And it's like, even though I, you know, choose to, to eat how I eat, like I have plenty of friends and family who know what I do, who, you know, who have watched documentaries and have read stuff and, and, and know, but and they're just not it. ready. Yeah. And, you know, and, and some of them it's taken a while and then they kind of get on board and they're like, wow, I wish I would have done this earlier. Yeah. But like, you know, it's okay. It's, it's all, it's, it's not, I always feel like it's just not really my business when people are ready. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. And otherwise like I will share information and I will share people's stories yeah. and I will provide, you know, a solution for when you're ready for that solution. And other than that, I send everybody love because, you know, shit, I used to trash my body. I can't really, like, I can't really sit here and say like, what are you doing to your body? You're trashing it. Like I I can't in good conscience. Cause I'm like, that was me. I knew that smoking cigarettes and drinking was trash. Like I knew what I was doing. Right. I did it anyways. (laughs) Yeah. So you know what? I'm glad you brought that back up because you, um, you mentioned that you were really addicted. You were, it had a hold on you. So Mm-hmm. How, how did you quit? Because I'm, I'm sure there are people listening that are like, I really would love to quit drinking. I really would love to quit smoking. How did you do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had tried, like I said, I mean, I tried several times and the thing is whenever I tried to quit, I always told myself, okay, you're going to quit for like two months mm-hmm. or you're going to quit for a month or you're going to quit for like a few weeks. And when I say quit, I meant, I mean like smoking and drinking because the two for me really did go Go together. Yeah. But what would happen is I would get like a weekend and I'd be just depressed and just feeling like shit. And I would always convince myself, okay, well, if you're going to start up in a week anyways, you may as well just do it tonight. You know, so I always had a way of convincing myself to just start back up early. Mm. And so and I would, and then I would, you know, and then it would be, you know, months and months or, or years even before I'd try and stop again. Yeah. But when I got, I just reached a point in my life that I felt totally, um, just spiritually completely bankrupt. Wow. I had no, like that spark was completely gone. I was exhausted. I, 
I, I didn't enjoy doing things that I used to enjoy. So I used to really enjoy going to the grocery store and shopping. I used to enjoy getting up early. I used to enjoy, you know, just, you know, going to the farmer's market. And I got to the point where I no longer enjoyed it because I just felt like trash. Almost like numbed, right? Just numbed and yeah. just, and hung over all the time. Mm. And I, you know, I felt just really just bankrupt. I just felt bankrupt of all of anything spiritual and good and love. Just, it was gone. And so one day I just, I was, I went, I was doing something. I went to like this shoot, this photo thing that I had to do. And I looked in the mirror in my car and I just looked at myself and my face was really puffy. My eyes were really bloodshot. I just looked horrible. My skin was really dry. Mm. And I just looked at myself and I was like, Whoa, like, who are you? Like, who am I looking at? That's amazing. And it sounds so cliche. Like you hear that shit, you see the movies and you hear it, but like, I really did experience that. And I really didn't recognize myself. And I was like, this is not who you are. Yeah. This is not, this is not at all who you are. And and in that moment in that parking lot, I'm just like, something has to give or else you are going to, you know, you're going to die. You're going to do something to yourself. You're going to get a DUI. You're going to, you're going to do something. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't, you know, there were times that I definitely drove drunk. I mean, not so much when I was like in my thirties, but in my twenties, Oh, I was horrible. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's, and I never, you know, I never got to the point where I hit a bottom of like going to jail or having a DUI or getting in big trouble. Or, you know, I was always honest with my wife who is now my wife, then my girlfriend, I was always honest with her about my drinking. So it was never like this, shameful secret right. because she kind of drank with me, but she doesn't have an alcohol issue. Like she can take it or leave it. Yeah. And she's not familiar. She hasn't been around a lot of like alcoholics in her life. So she didn't really, she didn't really realize. And I was, and I didn't really tell her the extent of my issue because right. I wanted to protect, you know, that I wanted to protect it. I wasn't ready to like tell people that. So I just, you know, I got to the point where I just really was like, okay, there's a, there's a fork in the road. And if you go this way, then you know what's happening. Mm-hmm. You go down that road, you know what's going to happen. It's going to suck. You're going to feel like shit. You're going to get sick. Your yeah. business isn't going to take off. You're right. not going to meet your potential. And if you go this way, it's going to be really hard and it's going to be really scary and it's going to be the hardest thing you've ever done. But, but very necessary. It's not only necessary, but I was really curious about how my life would look yeah. if I took this path because this path was known because right. this is what I've done. So I knew this path. I this love path, that. I was like, Oh, but I don't know what's on the other end of that. And I want to find out. So I had a moment of that spark of curiosity, that That's internal, amazing. really deep curiosity. And so I decided to do it. And, um, That's scary for people, you know, the unknown, even though it's like the most beautiful things are on the other side of your, your comfort zone, the most beautiful things are on the other side of your comfort zone. It's just like, it's scary because it's unknown. Well, and it's also scary because it's, you have to get through some serious shit to get to the, that, those beautiful things. Yeah. I mean, you have to get stuff that tears you down and rips you apart and you know, that, for me, because I had been drinking since I was 14, not having that, like I didn't even, you know, there were so many things that, you know, uncomfortable feelings I would have and I would just drink or celebrations yeah. and I would drink or heartache and I would drink. It was always, always drinking. So to act to just the act of feeling was new to me, you know, in a, right. in that capacity. So, wow. But I, but in order to stop what I actually did, I went on a juice fast because I had done some juice fast before Yeah, and I knew like, I, I can't, 
I, I'm just going to, cause I'm also very extreme. So mm-hmm. I was like, I, in order to do this, I can't eat either. Like I just have to do juicing. Cause I know, I knew that I could stick to juicing. Yeah. Cause when you're juicing and when you're on a juice fast, you don't have that mind fuck of like, what am I going to eat? What am I right. going to eat? What am I going to, you know, drink? It's all just kind of there. So I did a week long juice fast and, and it saves you so much time. Like you end mm-hmm. up going like, oh, wow, I don't need to cook or think about what I'm going to eat. I just drink my juice. And you're just on yeah. this rush. Like you feel so amazing. You're like, I'm going to keep going. That's what happened to me. I ended up doing 31 days. My first mm. my first juice cleanse. That's was, a long one. Yeah. And I felt yeah. amazing. But so you did a week and then what happened? I did a week and I I felt like shit actually for the first few days because I was really detoxing and I yeah. had a lot. Of gunk to get out, and then the first three days are rough for everyone, Mm -hmm. for sure. For everyone, yeah. Yeah. Um. So then, (laughs) this is what (laughs) happened. So, my the last day, um, I had, and this is such classic like addict brain. I had (laughs) in my fridge some boxed wine left over, and in my I would keep my cigarettes in my freezer always to keep them fresh. So I had a pack of cigarettes and I had some box like white wine or whatever. And I was like, well, since I'm going to be quitting, I may, like, I don't want this to go to waste. Might as well use it and finish it. Might as well use it. (laughs) So this was on the last day of my, or the day after my fast. So I, you know, my body was really like, you know, cleaned out, feeling good. That I didn't really eat much because the first day off of a fat juice fast, as you know, you don't eat a lot of food. Like you really slowly ease into eating. Yeah. So I slowly eased in. And then that evening I drank like three glasses of wine and I smoked like half a pack of cigarettes and I got so sick. I was on my hands and knees on my, wow. in my backyard, just projectile vomiting. Because it's just literal vomit. poison. It's literal poison. And your yeah. body's like, no, what the fuck are you putting inside it just me right now? It rejected it. It was like, I just felt like I was like, it just felt like it was a purge. It was yeah. a total, total purge. That's what and happens every time I eat something that I'm not supposed to. My body goes, mm-hmm. no, what's this? And straight to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And it, it really goes to show like how adaptable your body is and how much like it can take like that. Mm-hmm. Like that was a really good wake up call. Cause I'm like, well, this was, I would usually drink a lot more than this. Yeah. And, but now I just had three glasses of wine and I would like, and I'm throwing up. I never, I, my tolerance was so high. I would never yeah. throw up. Right. But I was, I was just projectile vomiting. And then That's I went amazing. to, I, I, I had, I was spinning. I was so, so sick. I slept wow. on the floor. Wow. And then the next morning when I woke up, I, I just, I was like, That's it. I'm done. Oh my God. Like, I'm just done. Yes. And so, and that was it. That was like five and a half years ago. Oh, and, love it. um, I can't believe that was, was after just one week of juicing. What mm-hmm. a difference. Like, so if anyone listening is inspired by this and feels like you want to do a juice cleanse, you can reach out to me or Molly and we're happy to help and go to her website. She has so many resources. My God, it's the best place to start. Um, I wish I had created resources like that. I should have a long time ago. I you had still a, can, whatever, know. you know, I mean, you, you totally can't, anybody I can know. do anything. They just gotta, you just gotta do it. It's like, I just, I just have so many other things I'm working on. And you know how you're mm-hmm. talking about this, the like creating it and flowing and it just happened and, and whatnot. Like this podcast came to, to life, just like you, your story mm-hmm. with the whole inspired like idea. And it was like, oh my God, that's it. Yes, that's it. Like at first this was going to be called detox your life. And then it was just like, it, I was like, no, that's not it. That doesn't feel right. So when you're in the flow and things are happening and magic, just like you feel like you are in the right or on the right path, 
then you just keep going. And now people are suddenly reaching out to me again, asking me for meal plans, asking me for recipes, asking me for everything. And I'm just now realizing I don't want to do that, that I'm going to outsource. I'm going to send people to you. I'm going to send people yeah. to Sakara Life. I'm going to send people to go and get who's doing it really well that I don't have to. Right. Like I yeah, love, I totally, well, that's, I love being in the kitchen all of us. for myself. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah. And it takes all of us doing our own thing. Cause I don't do a podcast because yeah. you know what people are doing them and that's not, and I love being on them, but I don't really want to do, I do have an idea for a podcast that would kind of kick ass, but I'm like, uh, er, wait, cause I, I mean, I'm one of those people who have like a thousand ideas and I want to do all the things. Yeah. Same, but, <laughs> you know, but right now, like I'm not doing a podcast. There's pl there's so many great podcasts out there and I can be on them and talk and have these great conversations. But um, yeah, we all contribute our own part. And I think yeah. you gotta like, as long as you enjoy what you're doing, do, do that stuff. Yeah. Like that's, that's the good stuff. And, and I always knew, you know, I would rather, even especially in the beginning, like I would rather work like 18 hour days for myself than yeah. like two hours a day for somebody else. Seriously. I felt that the other day I had a whole, and I'm off right now. I took like two weeks off, but even prior to this for my birthday, I had a week and a half off and I spent day and night. I was not even sleeping. I was in the flow, just creating, working on all these things and these ideas and my passions. And I'm like, wow, I've never worked so hard in my life you yes. know, and, and I don't have <laughs> yeah. to do any of it. I could have been on the couch watching TV, eating whatever I wanted and just lounging and hanging out. But no, I was at it. I'm just like creating left and right and staying up till six in the morning and like, oh gosh, look at the time. Maybe I should sleep. But that's like when you're in the flow and you're doing what you're meant to be doing. And we were talking earlier about when you, when you eat, when you eat healthy and, and nourish your body and you're fueling yourself, you start to be able to connect to your intuition. You get the clarity, you, you mm -hmm. tap into that. And the other piece of it that I like to teach, and by the way, I used to teach elementary school. I taught fourth grade, fifth grade. I taught at the college level. I've always been a teacher at heart. So now I'm finding myself in the coaching space and I love mm -hmm. to teach about what food can do for you. And it all starts with food and then branch off to your mindset and what's in your environment. You touched on that earlier, like the toxicity mm -hmm. in your life with who's around you and what you're listening to, what your social media feed looks like, what you're just everything around you really impacts your your mindset and what you believe is possible for yourself. And I love helping people realize that they are so unique. They are so special. They are on this planet for a reason and they're not tapping into the magic that they know they have in them. They're just like, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Who am I to do this? Like that imposter syndrome, the ego. It's like, start with food, start nourishing yourself, start loving yourself, start taking, start taking care of yourself and you'll find yourself wanting a better life and start taking mm -hmm. action and, and hearing that voice that's talking you out of things and telling it to shut the fuck up, right? Like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it all starts with food. It does. And I don't think, you know, I didn't really start loving myself until, I mean, it took me a long time to really feel like I love myself. And I, you know, there's different ways to look yeah. at it, but it wasn't like I was loving myself so much that I was ready to change because I knew I deserved mm. better. It was like, okay, I'm going to probably like die at a much younger age if I don't do this. So I'm going to like go ahead and get healthy. Um, but it was only through that process did I really feel for the first time this, maybe for the first time since I was little, because I certainly felt that spark and that love for myself when I was yeah. little. 
But as an adult, that was the first time that I had reconnected or remembered that. And I had a moment of, um, it was probably like a year after I quit drinking and I was getting a massage and I was laying on the table and it was a friend of mine who was a really great masseuse. Mm -hmm. And during that massage, like I just had the weird, like it was really intense and, and um, lovely and also just scary and, and strange, but it was like this, um, it was almost like I forgave myself Beautiful. for all of the shit that I had done to my nice. body. And I felt so protective of myself. Like I, I was starting to feel like, wow, I'm now like, I will always cherish you and I will do everything I can to take care of you now because I realized that I wasn't treating you well and that you deserve better. And so it was like this immense feeling of love and forgiveness. And, um, and I just started crying. Oh, this is so heartwarming. Oh my God. And I'm not one to cry. Like I'm not a big crier, right? I feel my feelings and I do all of that, but I don't cry a lot, but I was just crying. And my friends like, are you okay? I'm like, I, can you give me a minute? Can you like (laughs) stop and just give me a minute? So I had her leave the room and I just cried and I just like, I literally just kind of held myself in my love and in my spirit and my energy. And I really connected. And since that moment, I'm like, that's when I really started to just love myself. And when I really was like, I know that I will never, you know, and and I had been sober for a year already, but, and I had no intention of going back to drinking or to that lifestyle that I had before, but it was like, just so affirming to feel that and to connect yeah. myself in that way. And it was really unexpected. It wasn't something that I was trying right. to do or it just really came in this moment, I guess, when I was kind of vulnerable and kind of open on that massage table, right. you know, like ready to receive right. that. I don't oh, know. I love that so you know? much. It's so, so heartwarming to hear. Like I felt it. And I, I love that you, you mentioned forgiveness. Like we need to, it's, it's really the bridge, like forgiveness. I always ask people, who do you still need to forgive? Is it yourself? Is it your dad? Is it like, who is it that you still need to forgive? Because that's the one thing that's blocking you from the next level of you really, because you're carrying that, that stored energy in your body and it can manifest Mm -hmm. as physical pain too. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, and so maybe it does make sense then that I was getting a massage because sometimes it's like, actually you have to physically like move yeah. the energy in your body, yeah. you know, through like body work or myofascial release or ball work Even or tapping. movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tapping. And so there is that component to it for sure. And this is kind of, this happened before I got into all, into any of that, um, more physical body right. work, but then, but I just thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense then because the energy was able oh. to move once I was getting that really deep tissue totally. massage. So to, to anybody out there who's feeling like, you know, they just don't love themselves or they, they're not familiar with that. Like that's okay. Don't wait to start doing this before you feel it. Cause you might not feel it until you right. do this. It all start. it all started with food for you too. So it's, that's, yeah. that's the key is like, once you start taking care of your body, then you're able to connect to your inner being. And that's mm-hmm. what happened. And I love that you, you had this like aha moment with like, Hey, you know what? I was getting a massage when I had this realization, the, the energy was physically being moved around in my body and loosened yeah. it and yeah. it came out. That's amazing. I love that. Wow. Totally. And you should write a blog about that. (laughs) 
Yeah, I think I have maybe. I've written so many. I love your, I I saw like the titles of your blogs. I love it. You always connect everything to like a real life feeling or situation and bring it Mm. like connect it with food. It's, it's amazing. Super. Yeah. I don't, I, like I said, I don't know how else to do it. I just, I have to go on my experience, you know? Um, but the, I was, I was going to say like, it's, I think it's an interesting thing and, and important to note is that before I got really healthy, it's not like I ate crap. Like I've been vegetarian my whole life. I've been plant-based since 2008. Mm -hmm. I didn't get sober until 2015. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me, food was a big component, but it wasn't like I was eating the standard American diet. And then I went to a whole food plant-based diet. For me, this, this switch to food for the kind of how I was eating was going from like vegan food and some more like processed vegan yeah. food to eating like whole plant yeah. foods and to eating just, you know, veggies, fruit, whole grains, beans and legumes, um, and, and making recipes from those foods and eating, you know, huge, huge salads and drinking green smoothies and juices and doing, you know, all the stuff that we have in our meal right. plans basically. Right. But it, that was the switch. And even that like made a really big difference in how I felt. And I had even started to make that switch before I quit drinking. And even then, even when I was drinking and smoking still, I could still feel a big switch from even just doing like more vegan food to whole food wow. based food. So I think it's important to note that because I, I think, you know, there's a big difference. Yeah. Um, and people, you know, there's a lot of different ways to eat, to, to not eat animal products. Yeah. Right. And I have certainly went through kind of all of the different ways to, to mm-hmm. eat plant-based mm-hmm. food. And for me, it was like really focusing on whole plant foods was really the really, really powerful. Yeah. Because you can be vegan yeah. and very unhealthy. Like if you're eating processed food, mm-hmm. processed food is processed food. Now, don't get me wrong. I dabble in here and there. I have my processed cheese, my vegan cheese. I love to use sometimes because, you know, they're, they're, the way to start, I think, is to just switch out the things that you love for healthier versions of them, right? So like if I grew up eating cheese and bread and tea with milk in it and sugar, I now have a healthier vegan non-GMO organic cheese, right? That's plant-based that I've even made my own out of cashews, right? Um, with, with healthier bread and with the same tea, except it's now organic and with my own homemade almond milk and with stevia. So like, I'm still having the things I love just in a healthier way. Mm -hmm. And occasionally Mm -hmm. I'll do like a lasagna or I'll do, you know, with like the processed, you know, vegan meat and things like that. So I'm not, I'm, I'm an advocate for do what, do what you love eat what you love, but in a healthier way, at least at the very beginning, just so you don't totally. And however that looks for some, right. You know, how, because it's like, and that might change like in the beginning. And I think like eat like faux meats and, uh, like vegan burgers and stuff like that, that you can buy in the frozen mm-hmm. food section. Like, I think that, that they're so important to have. And I think that people who are just coming off the standard American diet, who might not be right. ready for like a black bean burger recipe, but they can, but they're definitely ready to put like a beyond burger on the grill. Then I say, awesome, go do do that. And then transition, you know, and if, and if at some point you want to take it a step further, make your own black bean burgers, you know, but that's, but, but again, like, you know, my journey has been unique to me. 
your journey is unique to you. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with any of our journeys, you know, regardless of where you're at or where you're headed or where you, you know, some people are like, I'm just going to eat vegan processed food and that's okay with me. And then that's great. That's perfect. If that's what you want, like there's no, you know, we're all just so wonderfully unique. Um, my wife and co-creator of clean food, dirty girl, she's, she's not plant. She's not, she, no, she's not. She's not. She's from Malaysia. So she eats pretty much anything and everything. But I will say, I mean, we've been together for 12 years. At this point, she eats mainly what I cook because she hates to cook. (laughs) And so she pretty much is plant-based just because she lives with me and because I do all the cooking. But when we go out to eat, She'll order meat sometimes. That's you know? so funny. And, that and sounds like me and my ex. Like I would cook, he would eat everything. He lost like 30 pounds without even trying because of eating what I was cooking. And uh, we would go out to eat and then he started to opt out and order veg every time. Yeah. And it's funny because she like now kind of bit by bit, she's been going more in that direction, but it's like, I've never once like expected her to yeah. do that. I'm like, you can do it. You know, I'm not, you know, I don't love you because of the way that right. you eat. I love you because you are hilarious and you make <laughs> me laugh, and, you know, like whatever, but you know, but it's like she had, you know, because she hasn't felt pressure to do that. I think, you know, it's, it's been easier for her to make the little changes that she's making. And she's very adamant. She's like, I don't think I will ever be totally plant-based. I'm like, that's fine. You, you know, you can, you're, she's saying that to herself. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't feel trapped. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. So, you know, it's just like no judgment, yeah. you know, at okay. all. We, we all just need to live our lives the way that we need to live yeah. <laughs> and lead by example. Like that's, I love it. Right. You're doing, you're doing all the right things. And I, I love it. I love everything about you. You're awesome. You know, what's really cool is that you said that you you were all, you grew up vegetarian or eating this way. And then this is what I tell people. It's like, you have no idea how good you can feel. Like you have no clue how good you can feel. Just give yourself one week, try it out, put more vegetables in your body, drink some green juices, make a green smoothie and all of that. And just flood your body with good things and watch how amazing you start to feel. Like it is magical. And even yeah. for you to come from already being so healthy, minus the alcohol and the cigarettes, but still like mm-hmm. for you to feel such an enormous transformation and then start to tap into your intuition and get that mind clarity and and hear your inner being calling out to you like, hey, you deserve more and all of that. And you can mm-hmm. create so many amazing things. Like I really strongly believe that whatever ideas we have they are for a reason. They're coming to us for a reason. It's like your divine assignment, what you're meant to be doing in this world. You're talking yourself out of it. You don't believe that it's possible. But like once you start taking care of yourself and nourishing the vessel that you're living in, you'll be able to believe that that is actually possible. Then you'll start to take steps toward it. Then you'll be uplifted and guided and things, baby steps. And the next step will unfold and clarity comes with action and all the things. Yeah. It's amazing. Totally. But it has to start somewhere. And you're right though. It does happen really fast. Like it's not like if you start doing this, you're going to see some results in maybe six months. It doesn't like it, it it does happen really, really fast. Um, the just physically how you feel, you know, and then yeah, the one thing leads into the next and then it's like this wonderful domino effect. So you're right. So just eat all the plants. Eat all the plants because they're living, they're living foods, they're enzymes, nutrients, and all the things that just nourish your cells and nourish your body and make you feel energized versus um, you know, when you when you eat something that you you probably shouldn't, you end up in a food coma. And that's normal. Like food comas are normal. Being tired at 2 p.m. and needing a Red Bull or a coffee is normal. 
No. I think, yeah, I mean, but for so many people, it just is. And so they don't know. And so my, you know, part of my inspiration for what I do is because I want people to know that there's a choice. Mm -hmm. I want people to know, like, you don't have to feel like shit if you don't want, like, if you know, (laughs) and then, and then you make the choice, right. To, to still continue, you know, putting in the body, the stuff that doesn't support you, then good on you. That's fine. But if you know, like, you know, people should be coming, you know, I just believe in having the information so that people can make an educated decision Mm -hmm. about their body and about their life and about how they feel. Um, and you're not going to necessarily get that from your doctor. And so we have to advocate for ourselves, and we have to take responsibility for our health and for how we want to feel. I mean, I have the choice. I could go either way. And if then I'm looking down this path and I'm seeing you in two years sick in the hospital, you know, broke and not having anything. I know that that's on me. I can't put that on anybody else. Yeah. So oh my gosh. I think that, you know, taking responsibility, it's, it's empowering. It's empowering to make the, the choices that the, the hard choices that you might be scared to take, but that are so worth worthy of your looking into them at least or considering mm-hmm. them and possibly just jumping and doing it. Cause yeah. what do you have to lose? That's right. what I always say. Like, what do you have to lose? Right. Oh my gosh. I love it. This has been such a perfect conversation for this podcast. Like you are, you encompass everything that I'm all about, everything that I'm hoping for people to take away from, from the podcast. And I, you're such an inspiration. I absolutely love what you're doing. I'm going to direct people to you always and forever and probably <laughs> mention you on the podcast like every time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so tell, tell everyone where they can find you and what you're offering right now, if anything special is going on. Yes. So cleanfooddirtygirl.com is our website and you can find everything that you need there. We have a blog with not only lots of helpful resources and tips and all of that, but hundreds of free recipes as well. So we have that. And then we have um, like the links, all of our social media stuff is on there and you can sign up for my sweary Saturday love letters on our website as well. Love it. And, and I talk, you know, my emails are largely like this conversation. I talk about a lot of this, just life, life stuff and celebrating human imperfection while finding joy in eating. So, you know, two things that I, that I love the most. And then we have our um, weekly meal plans and people can actually sign up for a free trial so they can check out our like meal plan dashboard and you can choose like how many portions of each meal that you want. And then your classroom will generate a uh, grocery list for you and you just follow along. You can do it on your phone or tablet or computer or whatever. So it's a really, it's an amazing classroom. We, we built it from scratch and we used to have our meal plans used to be just PDF downloads. Yeah. And the more we did this and the more feedback we got and the more, you know, successful we, we became, we were able to invest money back into the business to create better solutions for people. So we created this meal plan classroom classroom. That's amazing. I just, it's a really, I mean, I use it every week. It's, it's really a lot of fun. You can go in and search for recipes based on what ingredients you have, or you can search for like gluten-free recipes or sauce recipes or dressing recipes. So it's our whole like database, but then we also have the meal plans and that's based on like batch cooking. So yeah. I don't know if you do any batch cooking, but yeah. where you talk about it, but you spend like a few hours one day a week doing a bunch of cooking so that 
during the week, it's really easy to like right. throw meals together. Right. So you can sign up for a free trial on our website if you just click the meal plans tab and check that out. We also offer, you know, if you look under programs on our website, we offer a lot of other kind of on like workshops, online workshops and training trainings and things like that. Um, we have a really active Facebook group and um, Facebook community who are awesome sharing um, just all kinds of good stuff. They're very they appreciate the vibe that we bring to the table. So yeah. naturally it's going to be a bunch of like sweary, imperfect humans, which I love. <laughs> I so belong in this community and I'm so going to be signing up for this free trial and then definitely signing up for the thing. And I can already think of three people right now came to my mind that would absolutely love this because this is what they've been asking me for. And I'm like, I'm not creating that, but I know someone now who does have it. <laughs> yeah. No, and it took like over a year to, to, to make. And it wow. was it, you know, I mean, it was, it was a fun, it was a really fun project, um, a big learning curve and not something that you can just whip together. I mean, it was, it was quite um, a labor of love, Yeah. but when, you know, it's wonderful though, because people can now go in and really, um, you know, if they're cooking for one per person, they just put in like, you know, one portion of each meal and then everything comes out and it's, it's really, um, it's an easy place to start. Love it. Yeah. Love it. It's yeah. it's the perfect place to start. I'm going to link everything in the show notes and everybody follow her right now. My goodness. Clean food, dirty girl, Molly Patrick. Thank you so much. It has been such a joy having you so much fun. This conversation was like perfect. I totally set the intention. I was like, let it flow. Let it be what it's meant to be, who it's, <laughs> who it's meant to serve and all the things. And it always does. Like, I love this. These you know, these interview style type of podcasts, not my jam. Like, I don't want to do a ton of research on you and have a bunch of questions ready to go. I want you to tell me your story and I want to learn about you and just go back and forth and engage and riff. And it's mm -hmm. perfect. I love yeah. this. I loved every second of it. Thank you so yeah, much. This is, yeah, you're so welcome. It's been fun. This is my preferred style too. So you're awesome for having me. Thank you, Rita, for um, chatting with me. And I'm sure I'll, we'll connect soon. Yeah, for sure. Thank okay. you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh my gosh, I love that conversation so much. Molly Patrick, amazing. You guys go and connect with her, follow her. I'll include everything in the show notes. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Share it with somebody that you think will benefit from it. And as always, connect with me on Instagram at rawveganrita. DM me, let me know what you thought of this episode and join the Facebook group. Everything is in the show notes, my friends. I love you so much. I'm so grateful that you choose to spend your time here with me. See you next Tuesday.